93.5 KLH. Joining us now from somewhere in Minnesota, let's welcome our Green and Gold Insider, Jason Wilde. Jason, good morning. How you doing? Skull Vikings, let's win this game or not. Yeah. Uh, I'm great, actually. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, you should Lonnie. be. Excuse me one second. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, None of that. Very much. You didn't no. hear that very much. Nope. Nope. So tell me about um, being at an away game for the first time in a while and were they surprised to see you in the post game press conference? <laughs> I think they might have been. I think LaFleur was. So they're 2-0 and on the road this year at games that I have attended. Oh, wow. Nice. And I, yeah, really impressive. I had a whole lot to do with it. Yeah, right. Um, but he, uh, so after the Bears game, I passed LaFleur in the kind of the bowels of Soldier Field. And remember, I told you guys he gave me a hug, which yeah. is unexpected. Uh, this time, I'm sitting in the front row of his press conference, and like he just, keeps looking at me and smiling at me so you know i was yeah. and he's so dreamy i know <laughs> would have liked to switch yeah, absolutely <laughs> but it was nice of him to to notice that i was there and he you know i'll i'll tell you this we we give him a hard time about a few things including his we just have to go one and oh every week spiel but you know aaron Rodgers. i asked aaron Rodgers um after somebody else had asked lafleur what his expectations were for this season, because if we're all being honest, none of us saw twelve and three mm-hmm. and a win away from having a first round playoff by and a win away and a Seattle Seahawks win away on Sunday night from being the number one overall seed. None of us saw that coming. Right. I picked them to go ten and six, make the playoffs as a wild card and lose on the road in the first game. They're they've already sewn up the NFC North and all they need to do is beat the struggling Lions on the road, which any given Sunday, um, to have a bye. And so somebody asked Lafleur what his expectations were, and, of course, I didn't have any preconceived notions, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's such a humble, down-to-earth guy who's devastatingly handsome. Mm-hmm. But Rogers came out, <laughs> and, you know, I, I said, look, Matt just told us that he didn't have any preconceived notions, but you've been here for 15 years. Um, when you started this journey, what were you thinking? And he said, I had hope. And then he said during about the midway through training camp, he thought maybe we do have something that can be special. And he pointed to the defense. He pointed to Zadarius Smith, not only his greatness as a player, but also his kind of cult of personality. Like people just are, they just gravitate to him. And then he pointed to LaFleur and talked about how much credit he really deserves. And so, you know, Aaron Rodgers had a pass rating last night of 68.3. And they still won on the road at Minnesota by almost two touchdowns. Uh, I think that tells you a little bit about what kind of team this is and how they don't have to rely on Aaron Rodgers to the degree that they have so much in the past. So I saw on Twitter you posted the, I guess if you want to call it, post-game handshake, which was really between (laughs) Zimmer, uh, the Vikings coach, and between LaFleur. Is there some animosity there that I don't know about? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think there's history there, because uh, I don't think there was an issue after the Week 2 game. Um, I think Mike Zimmer, I, I don't want to speak for him, um, but I think Mike Zimmer was just really ticked off. Like I think yeah. he's really mad at his team. Um, I think he's sick of Kirk Cousins not coming up big in big games. Um, you know, This was a game, as we talked about yesterday, they didn't have Dalvin Cook, they didn't have Alexander Madison, and so they were running with their third running back, who 
while the Vikings fans enjoyed yelling Boon, like uh, <laughs> Packers fans yell, yelled Coon, mm-hmm. um, he wasn't very good. I mean, he's, he's just—he's not Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is one of the best running backs in the league, so they had to put it on Kirk Cousins, and he wasn't good enough. I mean, he just—you know—he he took five sacks. He missed a couple of throws that were there, and the Packers defense just owned them. They finished with a hundred and 39 yards of offense. Oh. I mean, that's astounding uh, for a team that has, you know, a three, three-year, three $84 million contract, all guaranteed, that they spent on their quarterback. I don't remember a better defensive performance in many years as Darius Smith had last night. He was unbelievable. Yeah, I asked uh, LaFleur about him, and he had, a, he had a great pithy line of, it was almost like he was unblockable. And it's true. I mean, they double-teamed him. He beat the double-team. David Bakhtiari, who was selected for his first Pro Bowl, uh, voted in for the first time, uh, was talking last week about how, yeah, it's great to get in, but if you want to know how screwed up the Pro Bowl voting is, Jadarius Smith didn't make the Pro Bowl. And so last night he he said, basically, if you don't vote for him for all pro, you're an idiot. Which, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a media-voted poll, so I appreciate that. Um, (laughs) Sometimes we are, there's no question. But he was fantastic last night, and, you know, he had three and a half sacks. He had five tackles for loss. He had five quarterback hits. He had seven total tackles. He He was the beast that they paid him to be. And that's one of the things that I look at with this team, like, Goody went out and got three guys that really solidified that defense. They haven't gotten a ton of contributions from their first overall pick in Rashawn Gary, but obviously their their second first-round pick in Darnell Savage has contributed. He hasn't played great, but their defense uh, went through a lot of growing pains midway through the season, and now in the last four games seems to really have gotten back in a group. I was on the Packers Twitter page, and I saw them come home. So this was posted five hours ago. Is there uh, is the reception in the frozen tundra? Is there any other team anywhere in the United States in the National Football League where the fans come out, you know, in the middle yeah. of the night or in the morning to, you know, just clap because they're coming home? There, There is uh, Buffalo. So last week, Buffalo clinched a playoff berth. Now, this past week, they lost on Saturday to the – to the Patriots, but they've had such little success as a franchise that they uh, their fans greeted their plane, I think, at 2.47 a.m., so right around the same time. And, you know, what's interesting about the Packers fans versus Buffalo's fans is uh, Buffalo has had very few playoff berths. Mm-hmm. The Packers, for eight years, that was like a given, right? From 09 through 16, it was not, are the Packers going to make the playoffs? It was, are the Packers going to make the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. And then, two years without the playoffs, you know, most of the guys on this team, uh, I would say probably uh, the majority of the 53, uh, more than half, uh, weren't on the team in 16 the last time they were in the playoffs. And that's, again, that goes back to something that Rodgers said, which was, you know, in 16... Think back to how he played. They won their last six in the regular season. They won their first two playoff games to reach the NFC Championship game, and Rodgers carried them on his back. It was mm-hmm. the best eight-game stretch of quarterbacking that I have ever seen, and remember I covered far before Rodgers. Now they can win a game with him throwing an interception, which you barely ever see, and not throwing a touchdown pass. And that's the kind of team that they wanted to build, and I bet this offseason – 
Goody's going to go and replenish the, the offense with some talent, and then they're going to be a pretty darn good team on both sides of the ball. I would also add, they have been really healthy this year. Yeah. And I don't know if that comes around every year, so they have to take advantage of the position they're in because a bunch of these other teams in the NFC are not nearly as healthy as they are. And uh, one final thing, as a member of the ESPN crew, as you are on ESPN Radio, after the game, Aaron Rodgers described the victory on ESPN Deporte uh, using the Spanish he's been working on. So I think it's incumbent upon you to ask him a question this week in Spanish and see how he reacts. I really do. I think you should do that. Mm-hmm. I think I should uh, revert to my Martin Luther, Greendale Martin Luther High School German classes that I took because those have proved to be very valuable. Yeah, uh, yeah well, maybe with Goody. <laughs> yeah, maybe Goody. Uh, See. <laughs> well, you have a very Merry Christmas, and uh, we will talk to you in 2020. Thank you very much for the great contributions, as always, this year, and uh, enjoy your holiday with your family. Yeah, you guys are the absolute best, and I, I really um, continue to appreciate being a small part of this show. So thank uh, you. Thank you. I will talk to you guys next year. All right, you got Bye, it. Jason. All right, take care. take care. See you. Jason Wildey. Our green and gold insider brought to you this time by Go Rightway Airport Shuttle Service. They have airport, corporate, black car, group, and more. Whatever you need, GoRightway.com. Jason Wildey on the Morning KLH.